Hello, my friend, and welcome to Wisdom Trek. I am Guthrie Chamberlain, your guide to wisdom and creating a living legacy. Thank you for joining us for our five-day-per-week wisdom and legacy-building podcast. This is day 703 of our trek, and it is time for our Philosophy Friday series. Each Friday, we will ponder some of the basic truths and mysteries of life and how they can impact us in creating our living legacy. We are focusing on how to live with less fear. We are exploring the trails of life that will help us to be fearless. Now, this does not imply that we'll ever reach a point where we are completely without fear, for that is not only impossible, it is probably also not wise. There is a time and a place for an appropriate level of fear. But most fears that we experience on a daily basis has no grounding and can't be eliminated as we grow in wisdom, insight, and understanding. So our objective is to experience a fearless Friday on our trek of life. We are broadcasting from our studios at the Big House in Marietta, Ohio. This week has been extremely busy with extra projects for each of our clients. Knowing how to balance these demands, or at least perceived demands, in every area of life can become very challenging. So many times we get caught up in the tyranny of the urgent, where everything appears to be a priority. When this happens, it can cause inaction, paralysis, and yes, fear. Today on our trek, we will continue to explore why we need to be in a continual mind shift mode so that we can have the power to overcome fear. And we'll split this over this Friday and next Friday. I strive to be a rational and logical person in all my interactions and circumstances of life. The problem, though, is that fear is neither rational nor logical. So how do we overcome this? I have found that over the years of my life that sometimes overcoming fears requires doing what seems impractical and illogical, and this is very difficult for me to do. Overcoming fear and living a life of obedience to God and the precepts that are found in His Word do go hand in hand. How committed are you to living a life according to His precepts? From my study of the Bible, it appears that a partial obedience is not acceptable. To gain complete victory over fear, we have to be in complete obedience to God. There is a very interesting story found in 2 Kings chapter 5, verses 1-17, through 17, which tells of a man named Naaman. He was a commander of the army for the king of Syria. Now Naaman had a terrible disease called leprosy, which causes your skin to flake off and become rotten. It is similar to what we think of as cancer today. A dreadful, fearful disease, and in this case it can also be contagious. Let me read the story to you so that you'll see clearly the circumstances. Now the king of Syria had a great admiration for Naaman, the commander of his army, because through him the Lord had given Syria great victories. But though Naaman was a mighty warrior, he suffered from leprosy. At this time the Syrian raiders had invaded the land of Israel, and among the captives was a young girl who had been given to Naaman's wife as a maid. One day the girl said to her mistress, I wish that my master would go see the prophet in Samaria. He would heal him of his leprosy. So Naaman told the king about what the young girl from Israel had said. Go and visit this prophet, the king of Syria told him. I will send a letter of introduction for you to take to the king of Israel. So Naaman started out carrying gifts of 750 pounds of silver, 150 pounds of gold, and 10 sets of clothing. The letter to the king of Israel said, With this letter I present my servant Naaman. I want you to heal him of his leprosy. When the king of Israel read this letter, he tore his clothes in dismay and said, Am I God that I can give life and take it away? Why is this man asking me to heal someone of leprosy? I can see that he's just trying to pick a fight with me. 
But when Elisha, the man of God, heard that the king of Israel had torn his clothes in dismay, he sent a message to him. Why are you so upset? Send Naaman to me, and he will learn that there is a true prophet here in Israel. So Naaman went with his horses and chariots and waited at the door of Elisha's house. But Elisha sent a messenger out to him with this message, Go and wash yourself seven times in the Jordan River. Then your skin will be restored, and you will be healed of your leprosy. But Naaman became angry and stalked away. I thought he would certainly come out to meet me, he said. I expected him to wave his hand over the leprosy and call on the name of the Lord his God and heal me. Aren't the rivers of Damascus, the Abana and the Farpar, better than any of these rivers in Israel? Why shouldn't I wash in them and be healed? So Naaman turned and went away in a rage. But his officers tried to reason with him and said, Sir, if the prophet had told you to do something very difficult, wouldn't you have done it? So you should certainly obey him when he simply says, Go and wash and be cured. So Naaman went down to the Jordan River and dipped himself seven times, as the man of God had instructed him. And his skin became as healthy as the skin of a young child, and he was healed. Then Naaman and his entire party went back to find the man of God. They stood before him, and Naaman said, Now I know that there is no God in all the world except in Israel, so please accept a gift from your servant. But Elisha replied, As surely as the Lord lives, whom I serve, I will not accept any gifts. And though Naaman urged him to take the gift, Elijah refused. Then Naaman said, All right, but please allow me to load two of my mules with earth from this place, and I will take it back home with me. From now on I will never again offer burnt offerings or sacrifices to any god except the Lord. Like Naaman, we are trying to get over our sickness. His was leprosy, ours is fear in many different forms. Both can be crippling and deadly to us, at least spiritually. When Naaman comes to Elisha to be healed of his sickness, he is given very impractical and illogical advice. To be cured from his leprosy, he has to follow Elisha's instructions exactly. The results of his eventual obedience was immediate and miraculous. Just like we do, Naaman had to debate the prophet and himself before he decided to obey based on the advice and encouragement of his officers, who were actually his subordinates. As a side note here, no matter what your station or standing in life is, God can use you mightily. We will continue on this story of Naaman next week, as we will explore more in depth what changed Naaman's mind and what the results were. In the same manner, we will discover what we need to do to overcome our fear. So next Fearless Friday, we will explore The Power to Overcome Fear, Part 2. I know that you'll find these insights interesting and profitable in living a rich and satisfying life. But our next track will be Mindshift Monday, where we will help you to live differently by thinking differently. So encourage your friends and family to join us and then come along with us on Monday for another day of Wisdom Trek, Creating a Legacy. If you'd like to listen to any of the past daily treks or read their associated journals, they are all available at wisdom-trek.com. You can also subscribe through iTunes or Google Play so that each day's trek will be downloaded to you automatically. And thank you so much for allowing me to be your guide, your mentor. But most importantly, I am your friend as I serve you through the Wisdom Trek podcast and journal. And as we take this trek of life together, let us always live abundantly, love unconditionally, listen intentionally, learn continuously, lend to others generously, lead with integrity, and then leave a living legacy each day. I am Guthrie Chamberlain, reminding you to keep moving forward. 
Enjoy your journey and then create a great day every day. See you on Monday.